seas upon the moment long ago. Hello and welcome to Books the Podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. Tom. And we're booksmen, but this week we're filmsmen. Yeah. Uh, or more specifically, I'm a filmsman. Yes. Uh, move over, Tim. Now it's time for my turn. Hey, uh, look, uh, for the last three weeks, you've been an outsider looking in. Uh-huh. And now you're an insider, looking a movie out. insider looking out. Look, we've read the book, The Outsiders, or I read the book, The Outsiders. Um, it was sad. It was depressing. Um, but ultimately a little uplifting. I guess the message, we didn't really talk about the message, but the message is just kind of like, hey, pull yourself up by the by your bootstraps. Uh, or maybe what I got out of it was, hey, look, your situation might suck and uh, life uh, sucks, mm-hmm. but um, you know, you got to try like hell to get out of a bad situation you're in. That's where they where Pony Boy eventually um, wound up, I think. I thought the message was don't be a greaser. It's dangerous. Yeah, but sometimes you're just born a greaser. Yeah, it's true. Yeah? Yeah. yeah and, and they're not going to be like, hey, don't do this thing that you... Yeah. And also, look, and if you are a greaser, don't be a greaser. But if you are a <laughs> greaser, try to stop being a greaser. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. Even for today's modern greasers. Yeah. What are today's modern greasers? Juggalos? Uh, I I think Juggalos would uh, bristle at that suggestion. Why? They like to fight. Yeah, but there's more. I feel like there's a lot more to Juggalo culture than there is greaser culture. Yeah. Just because by virtue of there being more uh, forms of entertainment today than there were. Mm. What year does The Outsiders take place during? I'm going to say 1966, maybe. Oh, okay. I thought it was a little bit earlier. I think it was published for the first time in 67. So maybe, you know, maybe a couple years. It was supposed to be contemporary? Yeah, a couple years earlier, maybe. All right. Why do you ask? I was just curious if uh, John F. Kennedy was still alive during it. I don't don't think so. Did they mention it? Um, They did say uh, (laughs) something about him being blown away and then uh, asking, what else do I have to say? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that the outsiders weren't mentioned and we didn't start the fire. Uh, like not even like, uh, I mean, Studebaker Pony Boy or something. Maybe yeah. it is in there and we just don't know. I I would know if they said Pony Boy <laughs> and and we didn't start the fire, Tom. Um, so I watched the movie The Outsiders, which is came out in 1983. Yeah, a classic book. Classic book. Uh, made into a movie by Francis Ford Coppola, who by that time had made his name with uh, at least The Godfather Part 1, if not Part 2. When did Godfather yeah, Part 2 Yeah, definitely Part out? 2. I'm going to say like 80, maybe. Okay. I've never seen any of The Godfather movies. Have you? Um, I have. I watched the first one. I bought, remember the golden age of DVDs, Tom? Yeah, that was like a big DVD release. Yeah, so and Like, I... wow, The Godfather trilogy on DVD. Yeah, and I bought it. That was also when the movie studios realized they were like, uh, oh, this is great. We can sell DVD box sets so we can sell like the Godfather trilogy, which is great because nobody would buy the Godfather part three on its own. Yeah. You know when the Godfather part two came out? When? 
1974. Really? Yeah. When did the first one come out? Um, nobody knows. I'm thinking of Star Wars, I think. Hmm? I think I'm thinking of Star Wars. It's very similar to The Godfather. Yeah. Because I, I know, I thought Star Wars and Godfather came out at the same time. Godfather is 72, so it was such a hit. They were like, get right into production, Frank. <laughs> yeah. It was like, uh, what other movies have they? They're like Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 came out <laughs> freaking uh, like too fast. Yeah. Well, they didn't write a new script. Right. Well, you know what? That gets dinged a lot. <laughs> That's fine. But like, n- no. Because like, yeah, there was the bird lady in Central Park mm-hmm. that everybody was like, oh, that's just like the old the man. The shovel man. But okay, who is analogous to Tim Curry and Rob Schneider? Totally new guys. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say maybe the people at in, in Home Alone 1 uh, the people at the grocery, or not the grocery store, but the the store where he accidentally steals the toothbrush yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. But like they kinda. weren't, they weren't. I think it was just by Home Alone too. They realized they had enough clout. Like, let's get some names and to you know, let, let's not just yeah. have some lady that goes, "Hey, he stole that." Like, let, but let, they were actively like there were a number of scenes where they were the antagonists. I would also say that they kind of split screen time with the uh, wet slash sticky bandits. Right. That they were kind of doing some of the lifting that the bandits had done in the first movie. Be that as it may, (laughs) it's a new element. It is. And the toy shop, man, that relationship. Yeah. There was nothing like that in the first one. Uh, I mean, the shovel, the old guy with the shovel, it turned into that kind of relationship. Yeah, but this this introduced uh, a, a new wrinkle to that. Look, we're not talking about Home Alone too. Goddamn it, <laughs> we're we're talking about The Outsiders. Yeah, I I I actually am not a big fan of Home Alone too, to be honest. So you're just being a devil's advocate. Oh, uh, you know, I just don't like people. The regular Kevin's advocate. Yeah. Uh, no, I will not defend <laughs> Kevin McAllister in Home Alone too. It's a monster. They they destroyed that 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 character. Macaulay Culkin was right not to come back for part three. That wasn't his decision. No. Um, the Outsiders. Frank Cap- Coppola. Yeah. Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola. The famous Winesman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he used to make movies. Yeah, and he made this movie called The Outsiders. Listen to this murderer's row. This is just the first, and like I feel like even though some a lot of these people weren't famous yet, in the in the credits... In the opening credits, it displays all these names in a way that's like, look at this murderer's row. These are batting first. <laughs> yeah. The this is the the first page of credits on the outsiders. Matt Dillon. Matt Damon. Ralph Macchio. C- R- Ralph Malf? C. Thomas Howell. Who's that? Uh he's in a bunch of stuff. He was in he was like a rat pack guy. Okay. Brat was, pack guy. Was he uh the Soul Man? Yeah, he was Soul Man. Uh, yeah, I know that movie. That's one of your favorites. It's not one of my favorites, but why did they show it on Comedy Central so much? <laughs> I don't know. Like, after the fact where they should have known better. They should have known better while they were making the movie. Yeah. Um, C. Thomas Howell, Patrick Swayze. The Swayze. Rob Lowe. 
Robert Lowe. Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Tom Cruise. Wow. Oh, uh, Thomas Maypother? Yeah. Okay. You know what? And in this movie, like, he's not that good looking. I think yeah. it was like before he got his teeth done or something. Where his teeth's all centered, and you no. were like, "Oh no!" No, it kind of—I couldn't tell. This guy's but got normal teeth. Oh, look at old normal teeth, Tom over here. I couldn't tell, but it kind of looked like he had like at least like one crooked tooth, like not yeah. like crazy, but it was like you know. This is before he expelled all the thetans from his body, yeah. Tom. And he's playing like actually, I feel like uh, he's not in it that much. Who does he play? He plays. Uh, you know what? I, I hold on. I have the IMDb with with everybody, because um, some of the secondary characters, I was like, I don't really remember who the hell this guy is. I might not have mentioned them, <laughs> right? Well, and he he doesn't really do anything of any consequence uh, in the movie. He plays Steve Randall. Oh, he was just one of the the greasers. Yeah, he he, he worked at the gas station. Okay, yeah, he was. Uh, what's his face? Soda Pop's best friend. Right. Yeah. So, uh, importantly, though, C. Thomas Howell is Ponyboy Curtis. Uh, Matt Dil- The worst guy is the main guy? Yeah. That's a bummer. Uh, Matt Dillon is Dally. That seems like perfect casting. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph Macchio plays Johnny. Okay. Yeah. Again, like he's, he's like a little timid. He got beaten down that one time, right? Uh, uh, Patrick Swayze plays Darry. Derry is the older brother, yes. right? Okay. Rob Lowe plays Soda Pop. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. Because he's so he's so pretty. Yeah. Uh, and Emilio Estevez plays Two Bit Matthews. Oh, how is he? Because um, he's supposed to be running his mouth all the time, shoplifting. Yeah, he's annoying, man. You didn't tell me. Uh, maybe this didn't happen in the book. He's real into Mickey Mouse. <laughs> no. <laughs> like he's always. <laughs> Actually, it that's endearing. How is that annoying? Uh, a greaser who loves Mickey Mouse? You know what? You're not alerted to it. He's always wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt, like an old uh, Mickey Mouse shirt. Uh, Steamboat Willie? No, not that old. But then at one point, uh, when they're all in uh, the, the boy's house, uh, somebody's like, uh, hey, 2-Bit, look, Mickey Mouse is on. And 2-Bit is like... All right, pulls up a chair and sits down and watches a Mickey Mouse cartoon. Nice. Uh, and that was when I realized, like, oh, yeah, he's always wearing that Mickey Mouse shirt. Hey, he must be a big Mickey fan. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, no, it, like, it was great. It was a great character uh, moment. Oh, that too. Sophia Coppola plays a little girl who's like... Uh, uh, Asking for change at it's, one point. It's when her dad was like, "I should cast her as one of the leads in Godfather 3. You know what? In the in, in I didn't realize that was Sofia Coppola, and she did stick out as like a weird like that. They couldn't have gotten like a better kid. Like mm. it's only one line, but it's like she's like glancing into the camera as it's happening. Who was it? Winona Ryder was supposed to be in Godfather 3 and she like dropped out last second. Oh, is that what happened? I think so. It was her or somebody of that stature like a a, a very accomplished child actor. Yeah. Um and then like she dropped out real quick and then Francis Ford Coppola is like, "Okay, well my daughter's available." Um and people say she ruined the movie. No, I think that's I've never hogwash. Seen it. Um, it's my favorite one. 
I only know Sofia Coppola's acting from when she played the butt in the beginning of uh, uh, Lost in Translation. She played the butt. You see what you think is uh, Scarlett Johansson's butt. It's her character. However, Scarlett Johansson, it's through underwear, through like mm-hmm. a sheer pair of underwear. And everybody was like, hubba hubba, that's uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson's butt. But it turned out Scarlett Johansson was not comfortable being in that shot. So Sofia Coppola was like, well, I'll be the body double for this. Oh. I don't care if people see my butt. Right. They'll think it's yours. Okay. A weird thing <laughs> that is probably the only thing you know about that film or Sofia Coppola in no, general. No, I know a lot about Lost in Translation. Yeah. What does he say to her at the end? Hail Hydra. Hmm. Um, Tom Waits plays Buck Merrill. Oh, how is he? who's Buck Merrill? Is he the cowboy? Yeah, I guess. Actually, he must not be in it very much. Like, I, I don't really remember him in it. Right. Uh, Young Tom Waits is like uh, Heath Ledger's The Joker. Do you remember anybody yeah. like that? No. Oh. Uh, Leaf Garrett played Bob Sheldon. Or Leaf Garrett. He is a big Bob's hunk. the one that gets murdered. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I remember that Leaf Garrett was a name that I heard. <laughs> I think he was dead by the time that I... Uh, is Leaf Garrett alive? No, he's still alive today. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then who am I thinking of? I think he was dead by the time. <laughs> Did Leaf Garrett get in a horrible accident? Uh, no, I think he just like got old. No, I don't mean like disfigured. Did he have... Who am I thinking of? Is... I'll do some he more. He put reading. out albums. He put out like disco albums. Yeah, was stuff. was there a behind the music with Leaf Garrett where he uh was in a horrible accident that he caused cuz he was drunk driving and his best friend died and he tearfully apologizes for it in the behind the music episode? Maybe it's not mentioned in the um uh mini biography here. Well, do your goddamn research next time. He re- <laughs> Carrot was offered a recording contract by Atlantic Records. He released two oldie cover singles, Surfing USA and Runaround Sue. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean... What a weird thing to do in the 80s as like a teen idol. Like, uh, let me put out my take on Runaround Sue. But after the Outsiders... Yeah. So, uh, the uh, yeah, he was in some movie with The Rock. Walking Tall, he was in with The Rock. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. All right. I'm, um, I'm pretty sure. Look, here we go. Here we go, Tom. Ahem. Yeah, actually, <laughs> behind the music, Leaf Garrett, season two, episode seventeen, aired <laughs> uh, January tenth, nineteen ninety nine. This is the story of the teen heartthrob who fell victim to drugs and alcohol while struggling to cope with decreasing fame and the failed attempt to move on from his teen idol status. Yeah. That's not exactly what, but I think that's probably what happened. It sounds like it's close enough. Do you want to just watch the episode? And just air the audio from the episode? No, we'll just see. Ooh, Leaf Garrett looks bad these days, Tom. Yeah. Well, he was. didn't he say he was battling with drugs and alcohol? Yeah. Oh, that'll put miles on you, man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to hear more about the movie The Outsiders? Or do you just want to keep reading <laughs> Leaf Garrett's Wikipedia? A guy who you don't really know who he is still. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ready? Uh-huh. Ahem. <clears throat> 
On November 3rd, 1979, five days before his 18th birthday, Garrett crashed his Porsche 914 that was being leased to his mother after a midnight party while he was driving to buy more cocaine. Mm. His blood alcohol level was three times over today's legal limit, and he was high on quaaludes. The accident left his passenger and best friend, Ronald Winkler, a paraplegic. Mm. Neither Garrett nor Winkler was wearing a seatbelt. He was also a 15-year-old driving a Porsche. Yeah. I thought like uh one of the things about being like a like a hot young celebrity is that uh the drug dealers will come to you to sell you cocaine. You don't have to go to them, especially you can be like, "Oh no. Hey man, can you come to my place? I'm 15 and I'm yeah. uh already high as shit and super drunk." Leaf Garrett and uh Winkler were uh reunited in 1999 for an episode of Behind the Music where Garrett <laughs> was relieved to learn that Winkler had no ill feelings towards him and even said that Garrett's actions following the accident had actually saved his life. Mm. The two remained uh, in contact until Winkler's death in 2017. And was Leaf Garrett involved in that? He had crashed the car again. <laughs> All right. Tom, I'm trying to talk about the outsiders here. All right. Um, two... Th- Three things that struck me before this thing even started, uh, or as it started. Yeah. It's only rated PG. Okay, but all movies then. Like, yeah, I think this the is- The Police Academy movies showed <laughs> nude women. Yeah. And it was like, eh, PG, yeah, PG, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess it can't be G. Uh, yeah, because was this maybe before PG-13 was around? Um, Maybe. What was the first PG-13? Poltergeist? Was it? Or Indiana Jones? Ooh. One of those. Yeah. It was like when they were trying to figure out, like, oh, I guess maybe not everything's R, but not everything's PG. Poltergeist was 82. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, in fairness, there really is 81. So this is probably after PG-13. Yeah. Well, and there isn't anything in it that would warrant a PG-13. Like, you don't see stabbing. Although you do see blood and stuff. Which I feel like now, I feel like nowadays it would be more. Don't have this movie be rated PG because if something's PG, then it's assumed that's for kids, right? And this is not for kids. Um, I was wrong. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark was only rated PG, as was Temple of Doom. Yeah, Man, it's he crazy. Takes his heart out of his yeah. chest. I think that was actually what might have spurred the PG thirteen. That it was after that that they were... Yeah, Poltergeist is only PG-13. Is only PG. Uh, but I think it was after uh, Temple of Doom, maybe, that they were yeah. like, all right, yeah, there's no like cursing in this, but <laughs> uh, people are killed in pretty graphic ways. Uh, maybe there's a, a need for a different kind of rating. Yeah. Anyway, so the first thing is Ray PG. Second thing is... Um, do you know who does the theme for The Outsiders? The th- name of the theme is Stay Gold. Stay Gold. Theme for The And Outsiders. it's reprised for the end credits. I feel like I saw this when I was looking up music to use as the theme music for this miniseries on Books the Podcast. I cannot think of it. I'm going to say 
The boss, Bruce Springsteen. No, it was Stevie Wonder, little Stevie. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, yeah it's not a good song. No, I was going to say it sounds like something he wrote in an afternoon. Yeah. That they were like, we'll pay you a ton of money. He's like, all right, it goes something like this. Stay gold. I mean, Stevie Wonder, I feel like, wrote, writes all his songs in an afternoon, and most of them are just amazing because yeah. he's a genius. Well, this one's not very good. Um, and then uh, the... It also struck me in the beginning of the movie how uh, this movie seemed like it was boomer porn. Like, you know how boomers just really like the 60s? That's, yes, <laughs> I will say yes. And in but fairness, this is almost too early for it to be. Yeah, you know what, though? It made me think of how, like, our generation is nostalgic for 90s stuff. Yeah. And we're not that far removed from the 90s. I think this was a similar case. Yeah, but this was even closer. Yeah, but I'm saying like younger. Because this was what, 83 you said? Yeah. So it's at most Mm -hmm. 13 years, you know, like. Right. Or at least 13 years, right? But you know how like even like young millennials are nostalgic for the 90s? They're not nostalgic. That's like when we, in the 90s, Mm -hmm. people were like, uh obsessed with like 70s culture stuff right but that's why i kind of think it is that they're not nostalgic for the 90s it's more oh i remember the 90s i was a little kid and i really wanted to be a teenager right i think this is similar that this is aiming for young baby boomers but like teenagers now weren't alive in the 90s no i'm saying their nostalgia, they w- they were kids in the Like 90- a 25-year-old you're talking about now? Yeah. That they yeah. were like, oh, I was just a little kid, but I remember seeing teenagers. Right. And thinking like, whoa, like that would be cool. Yeah. Now, the nostalgia thing yeah. is ever fucking haunting <laughs> everything, and uh, each generation uh, learns how to weaponize it and monetize it. Um, more efficiently than the last. Yeah, that's true. This this was a little clumsy. It seemed like right. Uh, we see uh, uh, Matt Dame, Matt Dillon. He, he got me saying it now. Uh, he does the old. Uh, he sees these like little kids playing card games, like playing craps in mm-hmm. an alley or something. Not craps, something like that. Dice, though. just dice. No, it was cards because. Huh. Uh, he, he asked them if they'd like to play a game called 52 Pickup. Oh. And I'm yelling at the TV. Don't do it, kids. No, it's a no, it's a, it's a goddamn trick. Don't fall for Don't it. Let Dylan fucking do this to you. Well, he does it. And then they chase the kids. Uh, but then they go to the drive-in, and we're introduced to another heavy hitter name here that was not featured in the first page of credits, but was in the first, yes. Diane Lane. Hell yeah. Diane Lane mm-hmm. is like, uh, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. She's like uh, crafty and like that <laughs> she's always been around and yeah. she's always good, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've never seen The Outsiders, but everything I've seen But you've seen, seen Batman v Superman. I have not. Uh, who is she in that? Tim, she's Martha. Did you say Martha? Yeah. Why did you say that name? That's that's his mother's name. Anyway, uh, 
That's my mother's name. She like flies under the radar, but I think she's been consistently good for like 40 years. I was going to say, um, she is by, f- she's acting circles around everyone in this. Yeah. Uh, she is very good in this. This must have been, I mean, I don't know when she started, but I looked up like everybody's ages. Uh, she was 19 during this. She plays Cherry. She plays Cherry. Uh, she's very good. Uh, because, yeah, I had looked it up during the scene because I was curious how old every like everybody in the scene was. Uh, and the thing that struck me was uh, that Ralph Macchio was pretty much by far the oldest person in the scene, and he was playing the youngest. How old was Macchio? How old was this? Was pre Karate Kid? Yeah, and he's still older than Diane Lane. Who's he was twenty two, and he was playing a sixteen year old. And how old was he in Karate Kid? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know when Karate Kid came out. I believe it was after 83. Was the Karate Kid like 25 years old? But the thing was, like, in the scene... 84, okay. In the scene, they're talking about how young his character is. Um, Yeah, well, was he believably young? That's the thing. Like, uh, when I'm watching it, I was thinking, like, geez, he must be 14 in this. Yeah. Uh, And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, no, he was... Uh, older. Whereas, like a lot of the other people, not all of them, but a lot of them were actually teenagers. Um, Machio had it pretty good, huh? <laughs> Karate Kid, The Outsiders, My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, like uh, in as, as, and now the YouTube original series Cobra Kai, which people love. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. People say it's great, and his IMDb tells me he was on an episode of Kevin Can Wait. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Kevin James. Given uh He went Ralph Macchio went out to Beth Page to to be in that show. He's a Long Island guy. I spoke on the phone with him one time. (laughs) Nice. Well uh, no, it's just, you know, how are we gonna What? You you drop that bombshell. He donated to a political candidate that I was fundraising for. Yeah. And I spoke to him on the phone about it. Oh, well, if only you had read The Outsiders, then you could have asked them some uh, trivia. Oh, I, look, I feel like I'm getting uh, everything. Ooh, he's on an episode of Psych. Um, I, 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 I'm getting all the information I need about the, the, the movie from you, Tom. Um, one thing I, I really want to emphasize here is that Matt Dillon and his character is annoying as shit. Dally? Yeah. Yeah, real piece of shit. And, like, he's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. Like, he does a good job, but so many times during the movie, I'm like, boy, I wish wish some cops would kill this guy already. Well, Tom, did you watch all the way to the end of the movie? (laughs) No, why? What happens? Well, in the book, as I explained last week. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Cops do kill him. Uh, Another thing is that this... Uh, and and I don't think it. So this movie sticks extremely closely to the book. Does hey, not differ. Why at all. not? Um, but one thing that plays differently in the movie than the book is, God, these boys are so melodramatic. No, that's that's in no, the book, my but friend. Like to see them acting it out, and especially that so many of them are young and like not that great at acting. Um. Like they're all crying all the time. They're yeah. all like, uh 
Not in front of other people. John, no, well, Johnny's crying, then Pony Boy's crying, then both of them are trying to to like uh, out out sad each other about like who's getting hit. And he's like, oh, like uh, Derry hit me, and he's like, oh, I wish my old man hit me more. At least then he's paying attention to me. Right. It's like God. The greasers lifetime. It's tough. <laughs> um, one thing I didn't realize when uh, when they drown, who is it, Bob? Yeah, he stabs Bob. He's, oh, but they're trying to drown Pony Boy. Yeah. Um, and this is on me. You said they were trying to drown him in a fountain. I thought it was a drinking fountain. You made the same joke. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I That's honestly are... what I thought. I know, but, but we had this actually... conversation already. I know, but to see him actually get drowned in the water fountain, it made a lot more sense. Right. Like a fountain fountain, like a decorative fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, but Tom, we had this, this I know, conversation but I'm already. I'm a visual learner, Tim. I needed yeah. to see it for myself. Uh, uh, when they go to get Dally to help them, uh, Dally's like at a bar with his shirt off, but he's sleeping upstairs. Oh yeah, that's uh, he's at the Cowboys' place. He, it's it's not a bar in the book. It's just that guy's house, but like oh. he's having like a house party. Uh, yeah, that might be what's going on. It seems like a bar, just the atmosphere, but now that you mentioned it, I didn't actually see a bar. Right. Um, so yeah, he does all that stuff. Uh, uh, when they go to the church, uh, one thing that struck me is Pony Boy, after he, like, uh, takes a shower, he's got no grease in his hair anymore. Yeah. He's got way different looking hair, and then they 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 talk about this in the book at length. <laughs> yeah, he's so does he dye his hair in it? Yeah, yeah. Like, and does he cut and his they hair? Cut, yeah, yeah. Like that's ten pages easily. It's a big part of the book. Like they they the spend movie? a uh, yeah the movie. They spent a long time. I, I read the novelization of the movie. Oh yeah, you didn't watch it. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, they. Uh, they spend a long time, uh, like, showing up cutting their hair, and he's like, ow, oh, it hurts. They do a decent job for cutting hair with a switchblade. I mean, it was a Hollywood film. Yeah. Um, it becomes ungreasery. Uh, they they buy bread and Gone with the Wind and Peroxide. They buy what must have been, like, a thousand cigarettes. They're smoking so many cigarettes yeah. when they're in that church. And then they're, like, betting cigarettes. They're playing cards with using cigarettes as they're money. They're cool. Hey. Um, Cool people smoke cigarettes. What are you, you going to do about when it? When Dally shows up, he asks them, uh, I, I thought this was a little bit of an anachronism, but maybe I'm wrong. He's like, hey, give me one of those cancer sticks. Did they call them cancer sticks in the 60s? He, they did in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was a little bit like, did they go back and revise this? Yeah. Uh, is she? Was she from the future? Did she have knowledge of- uh, I see Hinton? Yeah, did she have knowledge of events that had yet to pass? No, I think they knew by the the mid to late sixties that cigarettes were bad. Yeah, did she mention like President Reagan at any point? It's like who, the actor? Uh, you just using <laughs> bits from Back to the Future yeah. in this episode now. Uh, uh, Dally drives like a real asshole, and he's got you know the two kids that are wanted for fucking murder. Don't drive like such an asshole. Like fast, or is he like yeah, all over the road? Fast, he's cutting people off and uh, honking at them. It's like, hey man, keep a fucking low profile. Yeah. But then when they're greasers, don't know how, Tom. But then when they're eating, and Sophia Coppola comes over and she's like, you, you got a fifteen cents? 
um dally makes this big like he put he like slinks down his seat and puts on sunglasses he's like get out of here get out of here like now all of a sudden he has to be real conspicuous mm. Inconspicuous. Inconspicuous. It's like, well, th- you should have thought of that before. Like, this kid's not looking for murderers. Yeah. Just give the kid some money and send him on their way. Yeah. But don't cut off three cars going into the drive-in uh, hamburger place. <sighs> Pony Boy eats what looks like a sloppy Joe and makes a real mess. Like, every time they cut back to him, I'm like, could you get a napkin? This is disgusting. I mean, that's the point. He's 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 only had bologna this whole time. Look, bologna for four days is fine. <laughs> you ever subsisted? <laughs> and I think the answer is probably yes. Uh, solely It'll be bologna. fine. You know, I, I should get back into bologna. Eh, I think you, you'd be... Uh, Disappointed? Unpleasantly Ooh, surprised. I would like to have a fried bologna sandwich. I haven't had one of those in forever. I've never had a fried bologna sandwich. <sighs> you, well, you're a vegetarian now, so. But what Ship is it? Sailed. It's just you fry bologna, and when you fry bologna, it kind of becomes like bacony. So you, you know, fry the actual up. bologna. It's not like you make like a grilled you cheese sandwich. You also make a grilled of, cheese sandwich, but first you. Fry Fry the bologna yeah. on its own, you and fry then you the bologna, put it between bread, and then you can fry the f- bread in the bologna fat. Right, Ooh. it crisps up real nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can butter the bread too if you're gonna go nuts, but you don't really need to. Okay, I mayo a lot of bread now. I do too. That's I mean, the way we to do about it. That yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, after they save all the kids, that's like a real, uh, you know, big scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still don't understand what the hell a field trip was doing to an abandoned church. It's Oklahoma. Well, where else uh, are they gonna go? The art museum. When uh, when they're going to like the hospital, the guys like I remember this in the book. You tell me, are you professional heroes or yeah. something? Nah, we're greasers. <laughs> and then he goes, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> when this guy has like too much conversation with, yeah. with, with these greasers. Uh, um, it happens there too. Bothers uh, me. Two bit loves Mickey Mouse. Um, it, when they go to see Darry in the hospital bed, um, he threw his gown out. Darry's always got his shirt off. In yeah, this movie. he's sexy. But he threw his gown out, and the nurse is like, "What happened to your gown?" And he goes like, "Uh." <laughs> I think he says he threw it out, but then he goes, get out of here. You make me sick. <laughs> and it's so unnecessary. It's like, look, the nurse is just trying it's to help. It's just a lady who saved your life. Yeah, and he's in his tidy whitey underwear running around. She's, and you know, once, once he's Is like, she getting all hot and bothered, though? No, she's like trying to help him. And he's like, you make me sick. And she's like, ah, fuck off. Like, <laughs> all right, whatever. I don't care. Kill yourself. <laughs> Uh, I hope a, go I hope. do a suicide by <laughs> cop. Um, yeah, just like in the book, there you know they show Pony Boy being mad that Cherry won't go visit the guy who killed her boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> which again is it, it like ridiculous. And again, she's acting circles around C. Thomas Howell. Or C. Thomas. No, <laughs> and, <laughs> no, say it ain't so. And C. Thomas Howell is just like you know in was fair- he in or out of blackface at this point <laughs> he was out he did have soot face at one point okay. so from the church yeah. um but uh yeah and and that scene's so melodramatically written that it's not entirely his fault but uh but yeah it's still just kind of funny um 
Oh, uh, yeah, and then the fight scene happens. All these random greasers show up that we haven't seen before. Yeah, that happens in the book. But they go through them pretty... <laughs> Extensively? Uh, yeah. I it's think... like you get a comprehensive rundown of all these other greasers, and uh, the Pony Boy does not think highly of these other greasers. Yeah, I think in this, Pony Boys said something like, "Like, who are you?" And then he was like, "We're greases, like you." It's <laughs> like, oh, all right. Um, <laughs> We're the other guys. We'll stand in the back. <laughs> uh, and then the fight scene happens. It starts raining just as they start fighting. Nice. Um, it, it is maybe the worst fight scene I've ever seen. Really? It's so just like, and again, understandably, where it's a bunch of teenagers that they had, they surely had to have been like, "All right, we'll look." We don't want any of you eating, even getting close to hitting each mm-hmm. other. So just like a lot of like crappy punches. And then I I noticed, I'm not sure if this was intentional or not, but after all the Soshas run away, um, you know, all the greasers are celebrating. They're literally jumping up and down. But in the corner of the screen, not even in the corner, uh, kind of in the front, you can see like there are two people still fighting. <laughs> Uh, and I'm just thinking like, Hey, go out. No, the, the fight's not over yet. Guys like, uh, that guy's still in a fight. Uh, and- Oh, you know what happens in the book? What? Um, one of the, the other greasers that like, we don't know very well. Yeah. One of them had snuck in, uh, a weapon mm. and the greasers, uh, police themselves and another greaser starts beating oh, the that shit out of that guy happening. And for they having just that, that, yeah. that that weapon, or maybe it's just like, hey, yeah, that's happening, but yeah. like, maybe um, you don't have to 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 put a fine point on everything, that right? Uh, well, and also I noticed that like at the end of the fight, like all the greasers are more or less fine, except Pony Boy got the shit kicked out. Yeah, of him. he got his head punched into the concrete. A yeah, lot. there was no concrete here, but it was just like mm-hmm. as they're all celebrating, they're like. Hey, go get Pony Boy. He'll want to celebrate. And he's like, <laughs> just completely messed up. Mm. Uh, and they're like, ah, come on, walk it off. And it's like, ah, he doesn't look so good. Um, I couldn't tell from the end of the book because he he talks about like how he can't concentrate and stuff. It's just like, did he just ruin his uh, head in this thing? Maybe. Couldn't tell. Uh, but yeah, and that's. Pretty soon after that, that uh, Dally goes and uh, does the suicide yeah. by cop. And uh, Johnny gets his uh, stay gold scene. He gets his stay gold. Who's playing Johnny again? Oh, Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they Man, do all the- pretty cool that he got to deliver that iconic line. Yeah. Well, and he, you know- And he, he got to be on an episode of Kevin Can Wait. And psych, from what I understand. Yeah, so um, he really uh, gives it his all. It's like, yeah, you know, he's in the hospital, he's all burned, and they're like, "What's what's that, Johnny? What are you trying to say?" He's like, uh, 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 "Stay gold, pony boy," <laughs> uh, and he dies. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, it shows him like writing. He's like, oh, "Johnny told me to stay gold." writing in his diary yeah no he's writing for the theme mm. yeah. so did you enjoy this movie no it sucked ass i didn't like it at all <laughs> did it have good period music in it uh no it had the stay gold by stevie wonder song which i don't think was from the 60s no um no there was actually i don't think i noticed any period music maybe hmm. they didn't want to pony up 
the licensing fees. Mm. Don't wink at me ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, I thought it sucked shit. <laughs> that's disappointing. I mean, maybe just because I knew the story and this just followed the story exactly. It's It struck me, it's a 90-minute long movie, which is great. Yeah. But it struck me as like, seeing it as a movie, um, you're kind of like, oh, that was like a weird movie, like, Kind it of has a, a weird the like book kind of has a, a weird happened. pacing. Yeah. Not a lot happened? Is that what you said? Kind of. Yeah, that's how I kind of felt. It's like ah uh, they they The structure is all all strange. Yeah. It it stuck it's it stood out to me more as having been written by a teenager. Yeah. In in movie form where I was like, no, nah, this is weird like there's there's kind of like Thing, things that are not followed up on, and uh, and like you said, the structure is kind of weird. Where it's like I don't understand what the the theme of this story is, and things happen, but then things are like forgotten about pretty quickly. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Also, like what works in uh, a book for structure wise uh, doesn't always work in a movie structure wise, yeah. and which is why I think. Movies that uh, are very faithful to books mm-hmm. tend to be kind of boring or yeah. meandering because, like, I don't know, you just need, like, a a straight three-act structure hero's yeah. journey situation in a movie. Otherwise, like, our brains aren't prepared to, to deal with it. Yeah, especially uh, after the fight and everything, and then Dally runs off. You kind of don't understand, like, well, why is he doing this? Like, why is he, like, freaking out right now? Uh, and then he gets killed, and then the movie ends. And you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> that that was a weird ending. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it seems to end, like, very abruptly. Like, I, even though I knew the story and knew what happened, when the credits started rolling, I was like, oh, all right. Like, Did they not do the whole... Uh... There was no after credit scene. If that's what you're asking to set up the outsiders universe, right? Well, that comes later. Um, they N- Nick Fury that. shows up. He's like, "I'm here to talk to you about the outsiders." Um, did they do the whole thing where he went to the hearing? Um, no, to see if uh, he was gonna be taken away from uh, Darry. They talk Soda about Pop. it. But but they don't uh, show the hearing. I don't think. Does he go back to school and like fuck up in school? The way that no, there's like nothing that happens in school. So he, so Dally, Dally, mm. Darry, Darry, is killed by the cops. Dally is. Dally is. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and then what happens? Uh, like how much? How many minutes are still left in the movie? So at that he point? gets killed by the cops. Um. And as it the seems cops, like they 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 rushed through the the last yeah, couple chapters. As of the movie. as the cops are shooting them, like the boys are all running up, and they're like, "Hey, no!" Right. And it's weird because the cops aren't like, "Hey, get back!" Right. Like the cops just let them do that. Um. Maybe and then it cuts. Shoot someone else. It slowly pulls out as they're like, "No!" And then it cuts to uh. Um, Pony Boy. Pony Boy writing. Like, I forget, he writes like one thing and then he's like, Johnny told me to stay gold. And then they run the credits. That's it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
That's weird. Well, but like, no, I did watch the entire credits. So yeah, no, there wasn't an after credits. There, there, Tom. Before two thousand seven, there was never. Well, actually, in Wayne's World, they did a good yes. post credit scene. Yeah. Didn't uh, add much to the universe, though. No. But uh, yeah, so that was. It's Pat didn't show up in the <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> SNL universe. Yeah. They should have done that. Yeah. Maybe not with It's Pat. No, but other characters, they, yeah. they could have had Hans and Franz show up. Yeah. Ooh. I Pump them it. up a yeah. little bit. Call them girly men. Yeah. How would they have done that? With Split technologically? Screen. Split screen, baby. <laughs> could have Dieter from Sprockets show yeah. up. Yeah. Anyway, that was The Outsiders. It sucked. All right. Um, Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say that the there's polls up. already a poll up. Yeah, go to patreon.com slash complete guide. You should have gotten an email about it, but yeah. polls up. Figure out what book I'm going to read. Oh, man, I get to take a few weeks off here, huh? Yeah. I mean, this was a nice week. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to watch a movie that, by all accounts, is terrible. Yeah. All well, right. hopefully everybody will pick a good book for me. Hopefully everybody will pick the good book for me. You just want to read the Bible, Tom. Well, I think it would be good for me. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Give me some morals. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been The Outsiders. And now we're all insiders. Good Stay morning. gold. Tom, I'm very tired. <laughs> then you why are you it. dragging out the end? Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to sum it up. Because nobody else is stepping up. I told you, he dies at the end. Everybody dies at the end. Everybody dies. Everybody dies eventually. See you next week. <laughs>